There are a lot of people who work to make Welcome to Night Vale possible. Beyond Jeffrey, Cecil, and I, there are guest writers who we endeavor to pay at above market rates. Guest voices, uh, Disparition, who composes all of the music and does the sound design and editing. We have the artists who design our merch and the, uh, the company that manages and ships the merch. We have Jessica Hayworth, who makes original art for every single episode. We have Joella, who manages all the business side of things, and Meg, who runs the touring side of things, and all the people who do the behind-the-scenes stuff on tours. For every person you see working on Night Vale, there's like three to five more you don't see. And and how we keep all those people paid and paying their bills is our Patreon. Without our Patreon, and I, I mean this, there is no show. We have all sorts of fun bonuses for patrons, like Patreon-only episodes, director's notes on every episode, Zoom hangouts with the Night Vale crew, and, and a lot of other stuff. But at its heart, you are helping keep this show alive. Please consider doing that if you are financially able. Welcome to nightvale.com. Click on Patreon. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. All roads lead to Rome. All streets lead to Cincinnati. All avenues simply loop back to where they started. Welcome to Night Vale. I apologize for this, listeners, but I have my son Esteban with me in the studio. Our sitter chanted Bloody Mary three times in a dark bathroom and was subsumed into the dimension of eternal pain, which, as you can imagine, is really annoying for us. Like, okay, Kylan, maybe trap yourself inside a torture dimension on your own time, but we're working adults and we need childcare. I tried to get Carlos to take Esteban to the lab, but apparently today they're doing a dangerous experiment and he doesn't want our son to get hurt. I'm not sure I believe that. I think Carlos might just want some time alone to work on his TikTok dances. He's obsessed these days with getting one to go viral, and he's putting a few too many hours into choreographing and filming these things. But whatever. I don't mind having my child with me. Um, I might need to occasionally take a second during the broadcast, but you won't even notice. Our headline news today concerns the university of what it is. After the shocking crime of Dr. Janet Lubell, in which she murdered Sarah Sultan by explaining that a fist-sized river rock couldn't be sentient, calls went up all over town, and especially from the community radio station during my show, from my mouth into this mic to banish the university from Nightvale and arrest Janet Lubell for crimes against a river rock. But the city council refused to act, insisting that their job was to remain impartial. I think they're actually just afraid Dr. Lubell will explain them away next. 
Impatient with the slow turning of the wheels of government, Nightvale citizens have correctly taken it upon themselves to expel this infection from the town body. There is a great march, a seething mass of bodies, torches aloft, screaming for the blood of... Hmm? Yeah, Esteban, honey? Oh, you need a snack. Okay, well, let me see what we have here. Um, I've got cheddar earthworms, pumpkin spice beef jerky, uh, flaming Hot Cheerios. Oh, the Cheerios? Yeah, sure. Okay, let me put them in your cup that's shaped like a large anatomically correct eyeball. So cute. Okay, please try to get at least as many Cheerios in your mouth as you do on the floor, okay? Okay. Now, where was I? Uh, oh, I forget. Oh, well, let's get to the next story. A message from the Nightvale Medical Board. Nine out of ten doctors agree that there's something off about the tenth doctor. She's pale, and her skin is baggy, and her mouth seems very wide. The nine doctors first noticed last May, when the tenth doctor didn't show up for their usual monthly doctor happy hour at Gino's Italian Dining Experience and Grill and Bar. Dr. Klein said, oh, where is Dr. Wilcox? Dr. Tang agreed. Dr. Wilcox always comes to these things. It's not the same without her. Dr. Byers suggested that they call Dr. Wilcox, but Dr. Wilcox did not pick up. So the next day, Dr. Alvarez stopped by the house of Dr. Wilcox and found her standing on the lawn. She had flies crawling on her face and a strange red line snaking through her right eye. Are you okay, Susanna? Dr. Alvarez asked, and Dr. Wilcox said, Oh, I'm fine. How kind of you to ask. Except her voice emanated from the earth below their feet instead of from her mouth, which is where her voice usually came from. After that, Dr. Alvarez made an excuse about leaving the microwave on and that he had to go, and he sidled away from Dr. Wilcox's home, never once turning his back to her. The Nightville Medical Board advises that you do not see Dr. Wilcox about any medical emergencies, and if you find her in your house, do not panic or make sudden movements. She really doesn't seem to like sudden movements. This has been a message from the Nightville Medical Board. Let's have some town gossip. Ooh, I love gossip. It's like life, but you have to pick sides. Okay, so a friend of a friend told me that Raheem, one of the baristas in the barista district, well, he's been seeing Hubert, who runs that curiosity shop downtown. You know, the shop that sells you that one special item, the one you desire so much, but then your desire turns out to be your own downfall. It's a lovely place to take a date. Well, it turns out the whole time, Hubert has been married to one of the lizard people who live in the caverns deep under the scrublands. Right? Can you believe it? So whenever Hubert was like, I must take a work trip to far off lands to search out cursed goods for my cursed shop, he was actually visiting his lizard husband, Alan. And here's the thing. 
this only came out because Raheem was planning to propose to Hubert. He had rented a party boat down at the waterfront and everything, but then Hubert realized he could be in some real legal trouble if he tries to marry two people. So at that point, he comes clean. And of course, Raheem is, you know, devastated. And Hubert is trying to act like he's the victim in all this. And Hubert is claiming, get this, that he practices unethical non-monogamy. Gossip. Can't get enough of it. Now back to our top story. The crowds have neared the University of What It Is. They are led by the teaching staff of the Nightvale Community College, brandishing their traditional flails. The sheriff's secret police is on hand in case there is an opportunity for the police to initiate violence. We will provide non-stop coverage of this breaking event as it unfolds. I will not step away from the mic for even a... Hmm? What's up, Esteban? You want me to read you a book? Oh, of course, sure. How about... Ooh, Good Morning Moon. Good morning, Moon. It is disquieting to see you at dawn, Moon. You belong to the night, and we belong to the day. Why are you here? This is freaking me out. I hate you, Moon. You lousy thing, you broken clock. I would spit on your grave if only you had the decency to die the end. I love that one. A real classic. Okay, um, did I finish that last story? Eh, probably. Let's get back to the radio show. This is a test of the emergency dream broadcast system. In an actual emergency, you'd be having a dream where you were floating in a bathtub, but the bathtub is the size of the Atlantic Ocean. And it is the Atlantic Ocean, but it is also a bathtub. In your hands is a book. You cannot read the title of the book, but you know it is Crime and Punishment, a book you've never read, never had a desire to read. In the distance, in this bathtub, which is the Atlantic Ocean, you notice a great wave, like the world has never seen. The world will never see it, because if this wave ever actually arrived, the world would be no more washed under the dark water. As you watch this wave in awe and in horror, you realize the only way to stop this wave is to pull the plug on the bath. The bath that is the ocean must be emptied if we are all to survive. And you scramble around in the depths for a plug, but you can't find one because this is a bathtub, but it is also the Atlantic Ocean. And in your panic, you hear the quietest, almost intimate whisper in your ear, a gentle voice saying, heavy rains tomorrow afternoon, localized, flooding, possible. Then you awaken, covered in sweat and crying. Is what would have happened if this had been an actual emergency. This has been a test of the Emergency Dream Broadcast System. And now, an audio jigsaw puzzle. Please place the following jumbled fragments of an image in the correct order. The chimney leans evil, leading to its hungry door. What does the spirit see? Perched, crooked, upon a hill. An old haunted house, 
spitting black smoke into the night sky. From the uppermost window, with a narrow dirt path, two white eyes staring out from darkness, covering up the friendly stars. What does the spirit see? Good luck assembling that puzzle with your ears. The crowd is entering the campus of the University of What It Is. Alarms blare and flares paint the sky. We are in a battle for the life of our city. Janet Lubell has appeared with her armed guards. This will be a confrontation to remember. And, yeah, sweetie? Oh, you want to play a game? Well, what kind of game do you want to play? Hide and seek? Flea and hunt? The floor is larvas? Oh, you made up a game. Oh, it's called Who is in the Crawl Space? And I have to guess who is in the crawl space. Okay, this sounds tough. But I know I can hear someone moving around down there. They've been in there a long, long time. Hmm. Is it Kimberly Blundell? Is it Lydia Redman? No. Is it Ricky Church? No, I'm running out of people. It could be. Who was down there a-creeping and a-crawling? Who could it be down there in the dark? Is it Caspian Watt? Oh, I guess I give up for now. But that was a very, very good game, Esteban. And now, the community calendar. Today is the Day of Reckoning. So no exact measures, just kind of eyeball everything. Did you put enough gas in your car? Don't check. Go on reckoning. Good luck. Wednesday is the haunted house at the senior home on Sandalwood Lane. Now, I asked if it was a little late for a haunted house. After all, Labor Day was months ago. And it's a bit gauche to do one after. But I was told that they had three different residents die recently, and their ghosts are just wandering around everywhere. So if you want a haunted house, now's the time. They're asking for a donation of $5, and if you like any of the ghosts, please take them home as they are causing trouble in the buffet line. Thursday is a birthday party deep in the woods. Everyone is invited deep in the woods. BYOB, so bring your own body deep in the woods. Friday, the man who sits in your living room and shouts, thank God it's Friday. This man, you do not know or even understand how he got into your home or what he wants from you. Well, that man will be taking the week off. So please enjoy this extremely temporary reprieve. Saturday is the dog show over at the dog park. No dogs are allowed in the dog show. Do not look at the dog show. The dog show will not harm you. Sunday is back-ordered. Please be patient. Due to supply chain issues, Sundays are going to be rare for a while. And Monday has been stolen. If you are the one that took it, we are asking you to put it back where you found it. We have all our eyes closed and you won't get in trouble. This has been the Community Calendar. The attack on the University of What It Is has fallen short. Janet Lubell and her armed guards stood firm, and the righteous mob was forced to back down. 
Janet declared, I will discover the truth about everything. No one can stop me. My arrival was inevitable. My victory, a foregone conclusion. In this house, we believe in science. And then she had her guards fire several times into the air. Now, this is a worrying development. And hmm, what's that? Well, you want me to read another book? Okay, listeners, I'm sorry. I just need to read to Esteban real quick. Um, you know, why don't we check in on the weather?
Once there was a little bunny who wanted to run away. So he said to his mother, I am running away. If you run away, said his mother, I will run after you for you are my little bunny. If you run after me, said the little bunny, I will burrow deep underground to the frozen places and then deeper still to the places where even the soil melts under the pressure of its own weight. If you burrow deep underground, said his mother, then I will be the core of the earth and radiate my heat up through you. If you become the core of the earth, said the little bunny, then I will be a rocket ship and I will soar away to the empty places of the universe where life never came to be and only the invisible mass of dark matter holds the space together. Well, if you become a rocket ship, said his mother, then I will be the very concept of the vacuum, an absence that will be present wherever you fly. If you become the vacuum, said the little bunny, then I will be a decaying car, once used to transport a family, but now merely a husk out in the desert somewhere, barely a frame, barely anything at all. If you become a decaying car, said his mother, then I will become rust and I will eat you alive. Shucks, said the bunny, you are inescapable. Even in my imagination, you have me trapped. And he was. Have a carrot, said the mother bunny. And the little bunny had no choice. He had no choice at all. The end. Okay, Esteban is finally down for a nap. Oh, he's so sweet when he sleeps. I mean, he's sweet when he awakes too, but a little calmer when he's asleep. Back to the news. The attack on the university of what it is has failed. We were not enough, not this time. But we, we are patient. There will be other days, and Night Vale does not forget. Oh wait, hold on. I have to take a picture of Esteban napping on the floor of the broadcast booth for Carlos. He's, he's gonna love this. Um, stay tuned next for the cutest little snores you've ever heard interspersed with the occasional angry cry of a righteous town person demanding justice. Good night, Night Vale. Good night. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image, but when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. Binge all episodes of The Last City ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.
Support for Welcome to Night Vale comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software, or you just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switch to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash nightvale. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash nightvale. Odoo, modern management made simple. Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Night Vale Presents. It is written by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner and produced by Disparition. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. Original music by Disparition. All of it can be found at disparition.bandcamp.com. This episode's weather was Rotten by Missouri Surf Club. Find out more at missourisurfclub.bandcamp.com. Comments, questions, email us at info at welcometonightvale.com or follow us on Twitter at Nightvale Radio or pet a cat. Good cat. Check out welcometonightvale.com for info about our store where we have all sorts of weird and beautiful items for the weird and beautiful people in your life. Today's proverb, give a man a fish. He can eat for a whole day on that. Wow. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From the creators of Welcome to Night Vale, Alice Isn't Dead, and within the wires comes a new Audible original, Unlicensed. In the outskirts of Los Angeles, where the cul-de-sacs and strip malls sprawl into the desert, two unlicensed private investigators scrape by on whatever small cases come their way. But when a teenage girl pleads for them to take the strangest case of their career, this unlikely pair, with no resources and no backup, will follow a trail of seemingly unconnected cases, which will lead them to a ransom, a murder, a mysterious wellness center, and a conspiracy that might go all the way to the governor. It's important to catch small fires early. They don't stay small for long. Unlicensed. Available now at audible.com slash unlicensed.